a lot of players will <laughs> and myself included when i was younger i thought it was like just as simple as okay let me just make myself do it right that's all discipline is let me just like make myself do what i know i need to do well how has that worked out i'll ask you in your life when you just say okay i'm just going to make myself do this how has that worked over the long term and I have a friend of mine, I'll bring this up now as sort of a, a story to illustrate this point. A friend of mine, I recently visited uh, his home office. He's building a business and he's been struggling with his discipline for uh, probably like 10 years now since the time we were in college and he's been trying to start these various businesses. Nothing's quite taking. And I go into his home office and the first thing I notice are these sticky notes all over his computer and desk that say things like focus or uh, do the work or these sort of like random pump up buzzwords that he thinks will magically make him disciplined simply by like telling him to be disciplined. And yet 10 years later, he's not really accomplished a whole lot. And this was this perfect example of like, you can't just tell yourself to do something and assume that you're going to do it if you haven't actually built up the discipline muscle. And the most interesting point of this is that this friend of mine who I'm speaking of now, back when we were in eighth, ninth, and 10th grade, we were training partners in basketball. And we used to have our parents, believe it or not, drop us off at the local university gym at like eight or nine in the morning when they were on their way to work. And they wouldn't pick us up until they were on their way home from work at like 5 p.m. at night. So we were there all day long, training and shooting and doing drills and playing one-on-one -on -one and pickup with like, you know, maybe a short break for lunch in between. But for the most part, we were putting in work all day, every single day. And I remember one day his dad drops us off at the gym. And as he's leaving, he turns around and he goes, you know, I think you guys are the hardest workers in Canada. And that always struck me. I was like, oh, right. Maybe we are like, who could possibly be working as hard as we do? Cause we're working all day long. <laughs> and the funniest thing is that this player was once one of potentially the hardest workers in Canada, had incredible discipline. We were going to the gym all day, every single day. And now many years later, his discipline muscle, this is the point here, has atrophied. It's grown weak through lack of use and lack of training. So once again, my encouragement to you is to view your discipline like a muscle that grows stronger as you train it and weaker as you don't train it. And it's become a real problem for this friend of mine. He's like, man, this discipline muscle can't lift any weight. I can't make myself do this. And those post-it notes, <laughs> like whether you like it or not, those things aren't gonna lift the weight for you. Imagine Kobe Bryant having like post-it notes on his mirror in the bathroom that remind him to go to the gym every day? Of course not, okay? It's easy for him to do it because the discipline muscle is strong and well-developed. So when we look at this, sort of to use an analogy, if you start a, a weightlifting program of some sort, a strength and conditioning program, the first day when you go into the weight room, you don't put 300 pounds on the bar and assume that you can just squat that thing for a set of 10. That's probably going to lead to uh, some type of injury or like a catastrophic disaster in some cases. Of course not. You start with a weight that you can comfortably handle and then you increase that weight and volume incrementally over time. 
That's how we grow stronger in the gym. And my encouragement to you is to take that approach with your discipline. So the first step here, and I'm going to give you a a three-step framework for developing your discipline. The first step is to begin at a comfortable volume. What can you honestly handle? (laughs) A lot of players jump from doing very little to the like six hours a day approach. That I've seen work about zero times <laughs> ever, right? What can you honestly handle? Don't set yourself up, yourself up for failure ahead of time by giving yourself more than you can comfortably handle. Say, okay, what can I do right now? Instead of six hours a day, what if I did six hours a week? What if I did an hour a day, six days this week? Well, that maybe I can comfortably handle. Maybe it's even less than that. Maybe it's like four 45-minute workouts this week, and I'm going to start there. Next week, I'm going to go to five 45-minute workouts, and then the week after that, it's going to be five one-hour workouts, and then I layer in my strength and conditioning, and then I layer in another uh, you know, aspect of volume. Maybe I put a day of two days of scrimmaging or something like that, but we do it over time incrementally. So begin at a comfortable volume, and what I've found for myself I won't say this goes for everybody, of course, but I think it goes for a lot of like really driven basketball players. We assume that we can handle more than we actually can. And so when I first started like writing, writing my training programs, I just assumed, okay, I'm, I'm going to be able to do six hours a day, or I'm going to put in like three workouts a day, every single day. And if I'm being honest with myself, those approaches almost never worked. The approach that really does work is give yourself less than maybe you think you can handle. That's going to be the sweet spot. And then grow from there. We want to make sure that we actually do the work that we wrote down. And one uh, really useful framework that I've used for this And one that actually is misunderstood, so it requires a bit of clarification here, is what I call the 80% easy rule. And when I say easy, I don't mean the work itself is going to be easy. I mean it's psychologically easy to bring yourself to do that work. So let's say you're in the gym doing a set of 10, right? If for that set of 10, you put a weight on the bar that you could only do for five reps, well, that second five reps, six through 10, are going to be really, really, really painful, if not impossible. 80% easy means that you put a weight on the bar that you can do for a set of 10 that for the first eight reps are strong and smooth. And that last two reps is a little bit of a grind, right? But you get it up with good form. That's the approach that we're taking when we're developing an overall volume for our training program and an initial weight that our discipline muscle is going to carry. It should be 80% easy for you to bring yourself to do that work. And about 20% of the time, there's some grind. That, of course, is going to increase over time. So the weight that you can do for that set of 10, eight smooth, strong reps, and then two grinding reps that weight's going to increase. So it, when I say 80% easy, it doesn't mean that you use the same volume forever. It just means that you start where, where can you, uh, where's the sweet spot where you can bring yourself to do the work with about 80% effort in your mind or rather 80% effortlessness. So Rather than, as we've been saying, training six hours a day right off the bat, maybe you do 45 minutes a day, Monday through Friday, or whatever the case may be. It's going to be different for everybody, but 
again, follow that 80% easy rule. And I think you're going to find the sweet spot for yourself. If you are doing cold showers, which is something we recommend for all of our players and right off the bat, you say, I'm going to do a five minute cold shower, freezing cold, as cold as, as it'll go first thing in the morning, every single morning that's probably going to be a little bit much for most people, except for maybe the fanatics. Maybe you start off with one minute of cold water at the end of your warm shower every day. And then next week you do two minutes of cold water and then you decrease the time of the warm shower. And then suddenly you're doing a three minute cold shower every morning and it's actually comfortable because you built up to that. If you are beginning meditation practice, which again, practice that we recommend for all of our players and you say, okay, I, I want to get really good at meditation. So I'm going to meditate an hour a day, every single day. Well, that's probably going to be a bit much initially. Maybe you start with 10 minutes a day and then you add three minutes per week or so after a month, you're doing 20 minutes, another month you're doing 30 minutes and it builds up from there. That's going to be a sustainable approach. That's probably about 80% easy for you. And uh, we could go on and on with examples like this. If you're reading, maybe not starting with an hour a day, but maybe you just start reading every day with breakfast. That's a really easy way to start. Make it 80% easy for yourself. And the final disclaimer I'll give here is that you don't want to go too easy <laughs> on yourself. It shouldn't be 100% easy. You don't want to start at like five minutes of training per day. Of course, make sure it's sufficient. There is a minimum volume of training that's required. Hopefully, you know what that is by now. Uh, but the point is, make sure you're setting a comfortable volume. That's step one. Step two is that you do the work <laughs> and you do that work no matter what. So if you're not feeling particularly motivated that day, you use that as an opportunity to exercise the discipline muscle and say, okay, I'm not feeling motivated. I'm going to go anyway. And once again, discipline, if we view it as a muscle, it grows stronger every time we said, or we do what we said we're going to do. And I've heard this quote, I believe it was from James Clear, if I'm not mistaken, he uh, wrote Atomic Habits. I could be wrong on this, but this, this analogy, uh, really perfectly encapsulates this. So the way that he put it is that every time you do something that you said you were going to do, it's like you're voting for the person that you're becoming. Every time you don't do that thing, you're voting for the person that you don't want to become. So whenever you're faced with this choice, okay, do I do the work or do I not do the work? That on a very real way is when you create the person that you're becoming in the future. So vote for the person you want to become. This is when we strengthen the discipline muscle or we let it slide and we get a bit weaker. So make sure that again, in step two, once we've set a comfortable volume, you're actually doing that work and taking every opportunity that you can to do it in the face of perhaps a lack of motivation. And one thing I'll say here is that this doesn't mean you have to be 100% perfect all the time. Allow yourself to be adaptive and find a way to be consistent over time. So if this means that maybe life gets in the way, you have a pile of homework and you can't get to your workout one day, double up the next day. If you set like a volume of six hours of training per week and you're a little bit behind, maybe you do a longer workout on two of the days or something like that. Allow yourself to be adaptive and just get the total work in 
however you can. Of course, we want to stick to the schedule as best we can, but no schedule is going to be adhered to 100% of the time. That's just reality. So if you take that approach and you don't say, well, I missed a workout today, so my whole week is shot. I'm going to start up again next week. No, find a way to just get the total volume in. That is what is going to, uh, once again, develop that discipline muscle over time. And finally, and probably obviously by now, step three is just consistent incremental progress over time. So once again, we said earlier that that 80% easy capacity grows. As it grows and the weight on the bar, so to speak, for your discipline muscle um, can grow heavier, just add a little bit at a time. Look for a way, and, and my general advice for most players is to look to increase the overall volume in some way every week. Whether that is uh, more volume in the weight room depends on your needs. So I can't make like blanket recommendations for everybody, but if that applies to your weight room work or your skill work or maybe your meditation deep game work, look for a way to build up the overall volume each week. And my strong recommendation here and a point that I've missed on in the past growing up and a lot of players are missing on is to look at your schedule holistically. Don't try to increase the volume of every single part at once. So if we have our skill work, we have maybe our studying and homework, we have our strength and conditioning, we have our deep game work. We don't want to be increasing all of these all the time because the total volume and weight on our discipline muscle is uh, eventually going to get overloaded. So look at it total volume holistically in your entire life and then incrementally build it up and say if you need some more focus on your skill work okay let's increase the volume this week on the skill work and maybe next week we increase the volume on the deep game work but in general or maybe it's a lower volume increase on all aspects i hope you're following this <laughs> i don't want to get like too too technical here but point being we look at our schedule as a uh, one holistic, like um, one total volume rather than components, all right? So point is consistent incremental progress over time is the name of the game. And we don't want to load up that bar so heavy that we can't lift it or we get hurt, but we also don't want to make, keep it so light that we're not actually making progress push a little bit more weight on that bar, even if it's just another rep, another two reps, another 2.5 pounds, five pounds, whatever the case may be. It's those incremental gains that add up to something really great over time. And I will say as well that when I say it builds up over time, it doesn't actually have to take that long. I've seen players make really radical transformations in their discipline in a matter of like uh, what often seems like weeks, frankly. Like I, I see a player who's not really doing anything and then they start on this systematic approach and it's like, you know, three, four weeks later, they're totally in this rhythm of training and getting everything done and they're feeling so good about themselves. I'm like, man, that happened fast. And if you take this approach, Imagine, like we, we just said three to four weeks for, for certain players, even if it's three to four months, like imagine how that builds up over time. And imagine after three to four years, what you could be doing and the volume of work and the effortlessness that it takes to do that volume of work, like you'll become a machine. 
Hey, it's Taylor. I hope you enjoyed this clip. And if you'd like to watch the full length talk, we'll have the title and or link for you in the description so that you can check it out there. And as always, if you'd like to go even deeper, the best place to do that is in our free masterclass over at deepgame.com, which I believe will be the most powerful hour of basketball learning of your life. I hope we see you there.